Welcome to Do the Hard Thing, Episode 2. I'm Jason Archer, creator, freedom seeker, leader of self, full-time student, and part-time teacher of self-mastery, and today's theme is futures. So turn up the volume, put down the distractions, and let's kick this off. Have you ever started a project that you felt held a great deal of meaning for you, and then for whatever reason you could not move toward the outcome you wanted to create? Whether it was a mental, physical, or spiritual target you sought, it didn't matter. There was some part of you who refused to move. This podcast is born out of that specific idea. Do the hard thing is an exploration in human movement. So let's jump in, guys. Millions of people tuned into their pay-per-view television with friends and at bars all across the world last night to watch undefeated Floyd Mayweather come off a two-year retirement and take on the UFC's poster child, mouthpiece and champion Conor McGregor. If you think about it, you may wonder what, if anything, either fighter had to gain from this bout. You had Mary, Merryweather. You had Mayweather, at forty years of age, coming back to the square circle with a forty-nine and zero professional boxing record, and McGregor, who's giving up the use of all the weapons available to him in the octagon: no knees, elbows, takedowns, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, other forms of striking like kicks. None of that would be available to him, and yet for some reason he took this fight on someone else's terms. Where is the sense in this bout for each fighter? Each man is already accomplished in his chosen field. Each man already has substantial wealth and notoriety. Each man stands to seemingly put all this at risk for one opportunity in a sanctioned boxing match. Floyd, in a way, is carrying the hopes of the entire boxing community on his shoulders. No boxing fan wants to see an MMA guy step into the ring and beat a defending champion in his own terms. It would look very bad for boxing, which already has a problem getting viewers to tune in for its lesser bouts. Floyd, of course, will take home $100 million, at minimum, by contract. McGregor, on the other hand, has accomplished the feat of being the first to hold titles in two divisions in the MMA. He's completely blown up the financial possibilities for MMA fighters and has single-handedly spoken himself into being the best promoter MMA has ever seen. Connor, of course, will take home a cool 30 mil for his efforts. So some would say, you know, this is all about the money. And I'm sure you guys have heard this many times. How many times have you heard that? In fact, people spouting off, well, shit, I'd get in the ring for only a million bucks. And I'm sure you would. I would too. But the reality is that no one's going to pay to see a nobody hack brawler like me or you get pounded by a professional. And no promoter worth his salt would set that up. So that's off the table, bud. Back to reality. Back to what is truly at stake for each fighter. So neither fighter needs the money. That's not it. It's what scarcity-minded people say when they see numbers being paid out that they can't fathom ever seeing themselves get paid. It's much more than that. It has to be. If you've ever spent any time around people who've made really good money, you'll know what I mean here. It's very difficult to keep pushing for more when you already have a surplus. Now think about that one. How genuinely motivated are you when all your needs are met to seek money or anything else for that matter? In short, not very. That's definitely not enough for these men to risk all they've accomplished, their reputations and legacies. In fact, why would either of them risk anything? Let's forget about what they stand to lose for a moment. And look at what they stand to gain. What are the potential rewards in this scenario outside of money? Let's look at McGregor first, because to me, he stands to lose the least but potentially gain the most. 
First of all, nothing that happens with this match against Mayweather will impact his record in the MMA. He's set. Everything he's accomplished there will still stand. Add to that the fact that he's much younger than Floyd, and you can see that even things, even if things go horribly wrong for him from a PR standpoint, he's got time to regroup, stay in the game, and remake any reputation that he puts on the line. But what may be the outcome or the net outcome if by some miracle he's able to actually lay down a win against arguably one of the best fighters ever? That reward could literally be staggering. I mean, think about it. Imagine being the first man to ever cross over from MMA and beat a world-class boxing champion in his own sport. Imagine the opportunity that could spring from that, from endorsement deals to promotion. McGregor would position himself as a man who's damn near ready to take on anyone or any aspect of combat sports. His name would literally be written into the history books as the only man to ever defeat Mayweather. He would prevent Mayweather from getting his 50th win and further solidify the MMA as the once and future king of combat sports. He could ride this wave for the rest of his life for the next 40 years, and regardless of the payout, he'll have throngs of followers and young upstarts who want to train with him, work with him, be mentored by him, or promoted by him. Then you have to factor in the book and movie deals, residuals, and the whole of the entertainment industry who are constantly seeking the next cash cow to hitch their wagons to. In short, Connor's future, win or lose, is much bigger than his past or his present. This is key. So future bigger than past. Future bigger than past. Remember that. So we're going to circle back to it. So now let's take a look at Floyd. How about Floyd? It would seem that he stands to lose a great deal more if he loses to McGregor. Now his professional record is at stake. His legacy is at stake. He's past his prime and is undefeated going into this match. So what could he possibly hope to gain? This is not a title match, nor title defense. Although the WBO is creating a belt that they're calling the money belt specifically for this bout, it's not an official title. But it is officially a sanctioned bout. This would represent his last fight, and a loss would absolutely tarnish his perfect record of 49-0. But it could be worse than that. Think about it. He could effectively be the first man beaten at his own game by an unranked outsider. And because people remember the last thing you do, he would forever be remembered as that idiot who came out of retirement and lost his last match to a guy who never should have been in the ring in the first place. He and his team's decision to take this fight would be the most talked about achievement, <laughs> eclipsing everything he did previously. Oh, but what if he wins? different story. If he wins, he retires as the first man to surpass the 49-0 record of the famous Rocky Marciano. Doing this would make Mayweather the only man, the only man in history of the sport to hit that high water mark of 50-0, at least at this level. So suddenly the record books have to all be updated with a new name. Imagine that legacy, right? Floyd downplayed this angle in his interviews, of course, but he knew he could potentially accomplish this by taking on this sanctioned fight on this enormous stage for all the world, literally over 200 countries to witness. So if you think about this and you look at it closely, you'll realize that Mayweather took this fight because it made his future much bigger than his present or his past. McGregor took this fight for the same reason. It makes his future bigger than his past. For men like this, 
The pain of standing still in their respective careers was much, much greater than any potential pain of failure in this bout when measured against the possibility of creating something much larger in their future. And for many of us, we've not done the math and weighed our future greatness against our current accomplishments and said, you know what? I can do more. I'm capable of more. I can make a bigger impact. We get so wrapped up in, quote, doing fine or getting by or just paying the bills. That's a favorite one of of my father. That we allow our current station, our comfortable place in life to keep us where we are, never really losing, but we're never truly making our futures big and exciting and something worth moving toward. That's the hard thing, guys, to move when you don't need to. Any asshole can move when he has to, but it takes a man of vision to write his future and step toward it each day. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you found value in this message, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google CastBox, or Stitcher. Share this with those you know need to hear it on social. And I will see you back here in the next episode. This is Jason Archer signing off for now. Now, go and do the hard thing.